Sukkah Daf Nun Hey. The last thing we were discussing was Rav Ahasa brought a that if there's a day that there's Musaf, we blow uh, nine tekiot for every type of korban Musaf, and we asked a whole bunch of questions back and forth on it. And he also said that they blo- that they sing for every type of korban musaf, and we so we brought a brayta that on, if Rosh Chodesh happens to be on Shabbat, we sing Rosh Chodesh, not Shabbat, and we ended up saying that no, we do sing Rosh Chodesh, we just do it first, and this way it'd be heker, and and we also do a heker with uh, where we put the, the korban of musaf or Rosh Chodesh. This way, whoever saw this uh, was able to, to know, whoever saw that was able to know, and this way there's no chance of anyone getting mixed up what day is it. And with that, we are starting Nun He Amud Aleph, third line in where it says Metive. So we're going to continue asking on Ravaha Metive, the Tane Ravaha Bar Shemuel. Yachol Keshem Shetokain Al Shabbat Bifne Atzmo Al Rosh Chodesh Bifne Atzmo, the same way we blow. For Shabbat by itself, for Shabbat by itself, maybe they should blow for every korban musaf, every type of musaf. And you see, you only blow one for a shodesh, and that's it. That's a contradiction on Rabbi Ahad. He can't do anything about it. And I might ask the obvious question My Talmudah, how could you learn from the word that you don't blow for every type of musaf, you only blow one for just a shodesh? What does that mean? Even if it's Rosh Hashanah, which is Rosh Hodesh Tishrei, nine tekiot, and that's it. No, he learns it from Ketiv Chodeshem, as in Lashon Yahid, in singular from Muktiv Rashi, which sounds like plural a lot. Which which month has two heads? Which is the the first day of Tishrei. It says it in its singular, meaning even though there's two Rashim, two Rashim on that day, still Hadhi, you only blow one set, which is nine. Here's another bright eye against Ravaha. The first day of Holomoid, what would they say on the second day of Sukkot, the first day of Holomoid? What they do for Korban Musaf? They would say, Today is the first day of Simhat Bet That's the Kavod Vaoz. It says, Kol Hashem Alamayim. Okay, Bashanim Hayumrim. What would they say on the second day of Holomoid? And over there, it's a lot of Musar for telling the Rasha, what are you coming over here to the Beit HaMikdash to talk about my Torah? You have to do Teshuvah. And also it says, a uh, person who has to give Korbanot, it says, Zevach lelokim uh, means pay up whatever you have to pay, whatever you promised, give it up. So that's why you mentioned, that's why we read that one. Basheli third day of Hormad, my Umrim, Miyakum li'im mere'im, and Barvi'i on the fourth day of Holomite, my Umrim, Binu Ba'arim Ba'am. Now, usually, Binu Ba'arim Ba'am is before Miyakum Mira'im in the Mizmor. However, Binu Ba'arim Ba'am, you would say that first because it was talking about all the problems we had in the second Beit HaMikdash. We were working for Paras and Yavan and Rome, and still we came to be happy in the Beit HaMikdash and Hat Beit HaShoyvan. And we're praying, who could save us from all this? And then you'd say the first part of Binu Ba'arim Ba'am, 
which talks about don't be mean, give your tzedakah to the poor people. It's haga hasif, it's when you gather all your uh, fruits, your vegetables, give it out to the poor people, don't leave them alone. Hashem is comforting Bnei Israel. I'm going to test you and I'm going to I'm going to take off all the pain from you and I'm going to pay you back for everything. And then Bashishima Yomrimimotu call Moste Aretz. All those who don't give their tzedakah to the poor people, the Matnot Aniyim, will die. The Imhal Shabbat Behad Mehem. And if Shabbat happens to be somewhere in Hola Mu'ayyad, you have to say Mizmoshir Yom Shabbat, then Yimotu Yidacheh. Then the last one gets pushed away, but you still have to go in order. You continue where you left off. Rav Safra Mamach Behu Simana. Rav Safra had a Siman for them. It'd be Hombahi. Hombahi would be the Rashi Tevot of Havu Ul Rasha Mi Binu Hasiroti and Yimotu. Now, Rav Papa, he would change it a little bit. According to him, Hasiroti Misevel Shechmo, which is on the fourth day, and the Mizmor Binu Ba'arim Ba'am would be said on the fifth day. So therefore, Manach Behusi Manach Hom Habi. He would have it as Havu Vilarasha Mi Hasiroti Binu Yimotu. That's his order. And the Siman is Ambuha de Safre. That in the alleyway you have the children of the school. And Safra, Safre, and you have Ambuha, Hombahi, it sounds the same. And either way, you see from here that uh, you only say one and not like Abaha, which you say a song for each one. Tiyufta derbiaha, Barhanina, Tiyufta. Now the Gemara asks, okay. I understand we have a lot of questions on He's not coming empty-handed. He's bringing you psukim. He's bringing you braytot. Uh, he's not coming empty-handed. What do we do with all that? So Amar no, Loma, what's, his, what's Rabaha's real reason? We didn't understand Rabaha. Rabaha's real reason is, Loma shemarechin betkiot, when there's two musafin, just make the tkiot a little bit longer so people can know. And Rabbanan de Kesare Meshemed Rabbi Ahamai. So the rabbis of Kesare explain Rabbi Ahamai. Just add more people blowing, and then people will know that there's two uh, separate Musafs. But uh, again, it was nine tekiot, not more, according to everyone, including Rabbi Ahamai. So now the Gemara asks okay, once we're on the subject, we have two days of Yom, uh, of Yom Tov. How do we work out the korbanot that we have to read in Maftir? So, Abaya Amar, Sheni So, on the first two days of Yom Tov, you read the first day korban, and then you skip on to the third day. So, you do day one, one, day two, one, day three, three. Rabba Amar, No, you do it in order. That means one, one, two, three, four, five, six. And the last day, don't do anything, which is uh, the, the last uh, day, the seventh day of Korbanot. Don't mention because anyone's going to be Shemini Atzeret. And Tanya Kavateh de Rabbah. And we have a bright like Rabbah. Imchal Shabbat liot behad mein. If Shabbat happens to be on one of the days of Holomite Sukkot, Yimotu Yidahay, the last one gets pushed away. So same thing with the, when you're reading the Aftara, the last day, which is the seventh day, gets pushed away. So only read one through six. One, one, two, three, four, five, six. However, at Kin Amemor ben Hadeah dem Delge Diluke Amemor set up in Hadeah that you go back one day. So meaning on the first day of Holomoed you say day two and day three. And on the second day of Holomoed you say day three and day four and so on. 
So therefore, on day five, you end up, which is Hoshana uh, Rabbah, so you end up saying of the sixth day and the seventh day, and this way nothing gets pushed off. And then now we enter the Tosafot of how exactly the Aliyot work on Holamoy, uh, remember four Olim, and we're mentioning two days. So he brings down Rashid that the first one, let's say, reads the, the second day of uh, of the Korbanot. The, the, the second Ole Levi will read the third day. Then Shelishi, the Israel, would read the next day, which is Shelishi again. And then Revi'i would read both the, the, the second day and the third day of Korbanot. And Tosafot doesn't like it. He also has an issue from Hanukkah. Therefore, Tosafot holds that the first day, that the Kohen reads Bayom HaSheni. The Levi would read Bayom HaShelishi. And then Shelishi and Revi'i do the same thing again, where Shelishi will read Bayom HaSheni and Revi'i will read Bayom HaShelishi. And so the same thing every day. This way everything is even out. No one reads a suffix that nobody else read. Okay, let's continue. Nun he'amudbet by the Mishnah. Now, we know that the Kohanim were split up into 24 families. Every Kohen family would work in the Beit HaMikdash once every six months. On the Regalim, everyone was there, a lot of action going on, everyone would come and help, and therefore they would, on Sukkot, where there was a lot of extra Korbanot, the families would split up the Korbanot, there would be a special uh, lottery in order to make sure everything gets evened out. And of course, there were 70 cows that were given for the 70 nations. We all know this. And they would go down. They would start with 13 and go downwards. And we tried to even it out. So the Mishnah starts, Yom Tov HaRishon Shel Hag, the first day of the holiday, except for the Korbanot Tamid, Hayusham Shiloshasar Parim. There was 13 cows. Elim Shenaim, another two rams. Vesair Had, one goat. That's 16 altogether. One family, each family would get one of those animals to do. Nishtairu Sham Arba Sakavasim. We have 14 sheep left over. The Shmona Mishmarot for the eight remaining families, altogether 24. Beyomari Shon, the way it would work on the first day is Shishama Krivin Shenaim Shenaim. Six families would give two each, that's 12. Vashar and the other two sheep would be given ehad ehad by each of the remaining families. And that's how you give 14 sheep. Basheni, on the second day you have 12 cows. So that leaves us with 15 for the big animals and you're left with 14. So now you have 15 and 9. So you have 9 families to do the 14 cows. Hamishama Krivin Shanaim Shnaim. 5 families give 2 each. That's 10. Vashar and the other 4. Echad Each one gives 1. Basheli When there was 11 cows. So therefore you're left off with 10 families doing the 14 sheep. What would happen with the 14 sheep is... Four families give two, that's eight. Vashar and the other six, Ehad Ehad, would give one each. Barvi'i, on the fourth day where there was ten cows. So now you're you're left with um, eleven families doing fourteen sheep. Shaloshama Krivin Shnaim Shnaim, three families give two each, that is six sheep. Vashar and the other eight, two Ehad Ehad, each one gives one. Bahamishi. On the fifth day where there was nine cows, we're going down. So now you're left with 12 families for 14 sheep. Shnaim akrivin, shnaim, shnaim. Two families give two, that's four. Vashar and everyone else gives ehad ehad, one each. Bashishi, on the sixth day where there was only eight cows. So you're left with 13 families for 14 sheep. Ehad makriv, shnaim. One family gives two. Vashar, the other 12, ehad ehad. Each one gives one. Bashavi'i. 
on the seventh day where there were seven cows. You're left with 14 sheep for 14 families. Kulan Shavin, everyone is equal. Bashemini on the eighth day, which is Shemini Atzeret, that everything starts all over again. Hazru Lepais Keb Bargalim. They're going to end, they end up doing another lottery. We start all over again. And the Gemara will explain what exactly happens over there. Because there's two families who didn't get a third turn to give a korbanot. You'll see that there is a shita Rabbanan who holds that they, they will get the chance to do the korbanot on Shemini Atzeret. Now let's go back to Sukkot. Amru Mishay Kriv Parim Hayom. They would say whoever gave cows today, Loya Kriv Lemahar, wouldn't give cows the next day. Ella Chosrin Halila. There would be a cycle. So it would be that on the first day, families 1 to 13 would give cows. On the second day's families 14 to 24 would give cows. And plus uh, family number 1. Now, on the third day, there would be that families 2 to 12 would give the 11 cows. On the fourth day, families 13 to 22 would give the 10 cows. On the fifth day, families 23, 24, and 1 through 7 would give the 9 cows. On the sixth day, families 8 to 15 would give the 8 cows. On the seventh day, families uh, from uh, 16 to 22 would give the 7 remaining cows. So you end up that 22 families got to do 3 cows. However, you are left with 2 families who didn't get a third time around. So the Gemara starts off that it sounds like our Mishnah the cow that comes on the eighth day they do a regular lottery between all the families on it that one of the two families that didn't get a third chance to do a cow, they get to do that. Uh, they they'll they'll uh, raffle off who gets to do that cow on Shemini Atzeret. And the Gemara says no. Afilu You could even say our Mishnah like Rabbanan. Think about it when it says Hazru lefais Even if they held there was two families who did it, lo They wouldn't need to uh, do a lottery. Of course, they would need to do. So now the Gemara continues asking. What about the following Brayta? Who's it like? It says over there, Every family gets a second turn, a third turn, except except for two families. They get a second chance, but not a third. So, it sounds like it's Rabbin Arabanan, because according to Rabbanan, where the families would be able to get a third chance on Shmini Atzeret. And so, there's only one family that Lomishal Shot. The Gemara says, "Afilu temarabanan." My loshil shu. What is loshil shu? Then you get a third chance. Beparayahag. We're talking about the cows of Sukkot. Umay kamashmalan. So, what are you coming to teach me? What's the chidush? Hakamashmalan. That means sheikriv parim ayom lo yakriv lemachad. The chidush is whoever gave a cow today doesn't give get to give one tomorrow. Ela chazin chayal. There's a cycle, and that's the way we like we explained in the Mishnah. Now, Amar Ibil Azar, Haneshivim Parim, the 70 cows, Keneged Mi, who is it correspond to? Keneged Shivim Umot, it corresponds to the 70 nations that we they, Hashem should be mechaper on them so they should be rain uh, for them too. Pari Yahidi, so what about that Shemini Atzeret Lama? Why does that come for? Keneged Umayhida, for that one nation, which is Bene Israel. 
king who told his slaves, make me a big sauda. last day, he told his favorite one, his loved one. I make a little sauda just for me and you, so I could have enjoyment just for me and you. Go to the Goyim who lost in the Beit HaMikdash and they don't even know what they lost. When the Beit HaMikdash was there, the Mizbeach was mechaper for them. And now who is going to be mechaper for them? Next Mishnah. Three times a year, all the families were equal when it came to the Korbanot. I think I'll explain what that means. And giving out the lechem hapanim. Except for the lechem hapanim that would give out uh, regularly, there would also be the special shetel lechem for Shavuot that were made hamet. So lechem hapanim is usually made matzah. That was made, and uh, shetel lechem would be made hametz. And everyone would get even amount. Everyone gets uh, even amount. Now, the the Kohanim families were even, everyone could do whatever they want on everything. However, the family who that's their set time to work that that week, he gets to give the regular Korban Tamid, any vows, any donations, any other Korban Sibur that's done that week, it's theirs. And he gets to give everything. The only things that come for the holiday, they split with everyone else. And the Gemara will explain what exactly they mean. Now the Gemara starts, I don't understand. It says over here that all the families are equal when it comes to the Korbanot of the holiday. How could that be possible? You're supposed to give it on the Mizbeah, and the, the Kohanim don't have any part of these Korbanot. So what are we talking about? So Amar Hasda. No, it doesn't mean that they get the, the korbanot from the mizbeah. Rather, Masha Amur Bargalim, the korbanot that have to do with the holiday, they get to give. For example, korban hagiga, which was let's say shelamim, then then the kohanim would get their hazed, their shok, the chest, the thigh, the olot re'aya. The kohanim would get the leather. So that's what we're talking about. So now. How do we know that all the families are equal when it comes to the Korbanot of the Haldes? A Kohen could come and work whenever he feels like it. Because maybe the entire year also, whenever he feels like it, he could come. Meaning that Pasuk was going on the three holidays. How about the rest of the year? Maybe he could also come and get whenever he feels like it. Tamud Lomar, it says, Me'ahad Sha'arecha, a Kohen from one of your gates. Lo Amarti Ela Bishaash, a Kohen Hasim Sharehad. Tafka went entire Israel, go in from one gate to the Beit Amigdash to see Akadosh Baruchu. That's when any Kohen can come and work and do whatever he wants. But except for that time, you can't just come and uh, go as you please. You have to come with your family. And we'll stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen Ve'amen.